Hi, I'm Becky Eakins, business mindset and lifestyle coach for occupational therapists. I focus on creating a freedom-based online business, helping OTs to package up their skills in unique and exciting offers that feel so good that they sell with ease in the online space. Since leaving the profession of OT, I have now worked with hundreds of clients online, helping them to create a life they feel inspired by. In this podcast, I will talk about the lifestyle goals, mindset and strategy you need to create your own life of freedom. So I wanted to talk about emotional resilience, really, because I see this as one of the biggest reasons why people get a lack of results or if it's good, well, they'll get fantastic results. So energetics is always key. And your emotional resilience is really one part of your energetics. It's your ability to be able to bounce back, really, um, emotional resilience. And it doesn't mean that you've got to have a perfect life. I really disagree with the idea that we're all going to have these perfect lives. Uh, lives. There's never anything, really, that becomes a hundred percent sorted in life it's always a journey and just recognizing this and not thinking that the next stage you're going to be all right and then the next stage you're going to be all right but actually just recognizing that you can enjoy the journey I think emotional resilience really is not about things just working in your favor you just you've understood it you've finally made it and everything starts becoming easy because it's about your ability to adapt to the challenges that keep happening and keep on going because they're always going to come so your ability to keep holding more basically without drowning your ability to keep afloat when the big waves keep washing over you again and again And it actually reminds me of my first time scuba diving in Mexico. Oh, my goodness. We was only young. I say young, early 20s. And it was the first time. And I think they'd made a mistake in letting us go out because the storm was brewing. You could hardly see anything because because the waves were whipping up and it just caused a lot of, well, there was no sunlight coming through. And so it was just visibility was really poor. And so we all kind of got fed up um, under the sea. It was quite hard to um, to stay down there when you really couldn't see anything. So we all indicated that we wanted to go back, but we were about 45 minutes off the boat being there for us. So a group of brand new scuba divers, we were all left there with just one guide and the waves by this stage, they were crashing over us, these really big waves. Oh my goodness, we were just bobbing up and down. We were being pushed right under with each crash. And of course, we had our breathing apparatus on. So it just made total sense that we would keep our breathing apparatus on and we stayed calm. And with each crash of the wave, we just went under and then we bobbed back up again. But there was one person there who, and quite understandably as well, had a panic attack. I mean, it was a horrible experience. And as he had a panic attack, he actually ripped off all of his breathing apparatus. And obviously then that puts him at higher risk of drowning 
put us at risk because the guide was having to give him one-to-one and completely ignore everybody else. So, um, so this man just needed a lot of support and was completely understandable why, really. It was a dangerous, dangerous situation, really, especially for our first time. But the emotional resilience in that situation meant that we felt the fear. We, you know, we didn't get rid of the fear. The fear was there. But we kept going. There was just an acceptance that we just had to do this and we would get to the other side of it. And that we recognized that if we stayed calm, that it would be easier on us because of the breathing and the constantly going under the water. So it was scary, but we resolved to to face it. So it's a bit of a physical story, really, but I see that the exact same applies in business because things happen. Big waves come again and again, and they come in form of challenges and mindset issues. We're pushed, we're prodded. We've got our heads under the water like so many times and um, we really feel like we're swimming against the tide for for long periods, way longer than we would like to at times in our business. And in this kind of business, what I find is it's often social media that can come over us or maybe legal or technical challenges, but also the challenges can be internal So I've seen many people not get anywhere in business because they won't post because of the fear of what might happen. So they procrastinate, they hold themselves back. And in actual fact, it might be that nothing's actually happened. So they're reacting to an internal thing. They're reacting to a fear of what might be. They're potentially projecting something that's happened on somebody else or maybe that's happened in a different way in their own life. And then they're creating an imaginary future based on that fear. So I've seen a lot of people fall away from the business during the time that I've been in business myself. And um, they avoid taking action. They hide because they're wounded And, you know, some of the things that happen to people are bound to wound you as well. You know, they can be quite hurtful. I've seen people get attacked on social media by lots of lots of people, you know, en masse. Imagine how how much that can really hurt your feelings, that public embarrassment. So the ability to bounce back is so important because if you've got a lack of emotional resilience, it will cause many potential businesses to fail. So many strategies are tried once and immediately stopped because the wounds associated with any failure are just too high. Just to give a few examples of things that frequently occur at the start of an online business, I've seen all of these, so... I could write a book just about the things that might happen. But anyway, examples where people lose hope. So a common example, and I'm sure some people will resonate with these. You put a post out on social media and it only gets a few likes. Ooh, you feel wounded. You put a post out and an old colleague disagrees with what you've said. They disagree publicly. Oh, the feeling of shame or 
fear that you've been exposed about not knowing your stuff in a public forum. You do a public launch, a big launch, run an event, and only a few people attend, or you make no sales. The embarrassment. You have three sales calls in a row and nobody buys. Oh, what a failure. It must be me. You have an email campaign and some people unsubscribe. Maybe one of them sends you a nasty email back about it. You get your first complaint. You have a refund request. And you get a few clients, but you're just drained by the effort of pleasing them all. You have a non-payer. I've also seen people give up just over the fear of those things happening. So the list will literally go on and on. And I've seen all of those happen multiple times. And some some people, some potential business owners will tell me that they gave up at that stage. They were wounded, they retreated, and um, they took time to heal and to find themselves but then they could never find the energy to come back. It never felt right again. And, you know, for some people, this will take weeks, months, or even years to get over it. And there'll be many of you listening to this now. I know because I've spoken to many people who've told me that they've had these experiences when they've tried to create a business in the past. And quite simply, they've just lost hope and just stopped in their tracks. So, if you retreat, feeling wounded, it can really become harder to get back onto it. Things very often just don't feel quite right after you've had that initial hurt. And this really does happen more frequently than people realize. After coaching a large number of OTs over the few years, I've just... I just had to study this, like I have fixated on this. Um, this is a while back now, probably over a year ago, when I just analysed everybody coming in. I'm like, what is it about these top runners in comparison to the people that find it really difficult? And I looked at every part of them. So I considered, I compared social media skills coming into the business. Surely that must make a difference whether somebody's got a social media following, the number of followers they've got. Maybe it was to do with their niches or maybe it's the more experienced OTs who, who get better results. But there were literally no patterns with that kind of stuff. Nothing obvious was standing out. And some of the clients with the biggest results have the smallest social media followings I can remember when I'd only got 200 followers on Instagram and I was full-time income. I was bringing in double my OT wage with just 200 followers. So I've always known it's not the amount of followers. It's what you do with them. It's the strategy. It's the energy. It's, it's all of that. So, yeah, so there was no, you know, clients coming in with social media skills, it's helpful. Obviously, it's helpful if you're not having to teach things. But it wasn't a predictor of results that people needed to be really advanced in it. 
And it also wasn't the most experienced or confident people either. So I analysed everything. I looked at their language, basically looked at, listened to their language on calls to me. And it was at that stage where I really found the biggest difference. So I noticed that the most successful of my clients, it was almost like they were laughing at themselves. So they'd come on a call and they'd say, oh no, like I did this. I just made a complete fool of myself. I really shouldn't have done it. Oh, it was a just a big error. And we, we're going through it and they're reflecting and they're like, oh, I can't believe I did it. But they'll tell me that they went out and they rectified it or they, you know, repeated it in a different way the very next day. Basically, they got back on the horse and took action straight away. So I started to notice this pattern and I just realized it's it's almost like the client's who were doing well and achieving well just had this ability to make a fool of themselves. And I don't mean that they did appear as a fool, absolutely not. But it was almost like this energy of, I don't mind being embarrassed. I'll just get back up and I'll just keep trying. And there was a very different energy about it. So they made mistakes, lots of them. And they felt deep emotions, such as shame. But on calls with me, instead of being wounded and it taking a long time for them to even open up and talk about it, they were just able to work through these pieces in a faster way. And they would just talk about their challenges, but just be able to, to just get back and figure it out. Now, the other thing with this, is I could see that they were taking their learnings very quickly. So one of the things I've noticed in terms of creating success in business, I always see that we've just got to turn over as many stones as fast as possible to find the one that's the right path. And so the ability to have this emotional resilience to keep getting, you know, to keep turning a stone over and see if it's the right one and then getting rejected or, you know, embarrassed or or feeling that everyone's watching you turning these stones over. The actual ability to just work through that and keep turning the stones over as quick as possible means that those people are just able to get the answers. They're able to figure out the path in a much faster way. So really, it just seemed that there is no difference in terms of skill. There was definitely no difference in terms of being an experienced OT. In fact, sometimes the people with the most experience have have the most fears and worries and have also, of course, been institutionalized in a, in a lot of senses. So the biggest difference is this emotional resilience. So it's this ability to bounce back. I recorded a mindset meditation, one that you can do overnight. Very powerful in terms of helping you create the confidence, the self-belief and deal with any money mindset issues 
I use these kind of overnight meditations all the time. I found them incredibly powerful. So I've created a very special one and I'm giving it for free to all of my podcast listeners. You can download it on the show notes. So I'm going to tell you a little story about my emotional resilience, which was tested in a really big way recently. (laughs) So after returning back from a long stay in Australia and finally got settled in a new home, by September last year, I was just so excited to focus on my business again, to really put in some solid hours. And, you know, I'd been working very little for a while, just keeping things running but now I was just, I was just ready really to go for it. And so I set myself some new goals and these goals were very big, you know, very expansive goals. Um, And then after setting these goals within a one week time period, literally within seven days, three quite major things happened to me. So First of all, I received instruction from a governing body stating that um, a governing body of occupational therapy in the in the UK stating that they'd received a complaint that I was practicing outside of my um, legal boundary. And I was claiming to be an OT when I wasn't. So that was a bit of a shock. And I was like, whoa, um, where's that come from? Because it's as far as I could see it was very clear that I wasn't doing this um, because I was aware of the law. But obviously, when it comes to um, having all your posts checked and, you know, the threat that you've done something bad, even if uh, if you've done it by mistake, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is a big thing to do, to actually have to scroll through every single post I've done. So, so that happened. And then literally... No less than a couple of days later, Instagram had massive security issues. Oh, dear. It was so complicated. And I've never actually got to the bottom of it. But it's blocked me from my own account. And I've never been able to regain access from it ever since. So I had an account and it's still live, but I can't actually get to it. And then with it and bearing in mind, my my business is fully online and my two biggest platforms were Facebook and Instagram. And then within 24 hours of Instagram going down, my Facebook was hacked and I lost everything. All the photographs from the last 15 years, all the connections I'd built up, all my content, everything just wiped out. And my identity was changed to that of a younger German man. Um, Thankfully, I could just read German enough to be able to change it back to uh, to English, but I never managed to restore what was wiped. And to be honest, I didn't want to because there was a time over that week where I was reporting it to Facebook and it was actually me reporting it to the hackers and they were trying to get my PayPal details. So I just kind of fell out with the whole system and I was like, oh my goodness, can this week get any worse? Because it was just literally horrific. By this stage, I've just lost two thirds of my business and there was the threat of legal action. So it's not bad for seven days work. (laughs) So I felt wounded. (laughs) Somebody had obviously complained about me. 
I felt attacked and I felt violated from every angle. Like I was lying in bed, just going over, can they get my money? Like how's, how's everything linked? You know how you do when you've been hacked and, oh, I won't lie. I did have a cry. <laughs> I mean, I just lost everything. I just, I felt so lost without it. But at the same time, I had quite a sense of calm and the reason being, I'd already been studying this about emotional resilience and I could just see the bigger picture. There's quite a few pieces going on and I could see in the past, whenever you try and reach new goals and you set your target on something and you really want to make it happen, it tends to be that you move further away from it and that a catalogue of bad things seem to happen to you. And after a past experience of this, what I've realized is that when you try and reach a new goal, things just start moving towards that goal. So everything's moving in the right direction for you to achieve your goal. But what happens is you start being shown all the problems. You start being shown all the areas that you need to sort out before you can achieve the goal. So I was basically in seven days just being shown every single inefficiency and risk within my business in, in a very short space of time. Um, and thankfully, because I had this awareness that that was what was happening, it helped me to stay above the water. Yes, I was bobbing about. I was struggling for a while. I'm not going to say I was in the best mood in September, but I knew that this was things taking place for me. Instead of these ha things happening to me and against me, I knew these things were happening for me. And I just looked for the lessons because what I've worked out is that the faster you look for the lessons, just like the faster you turn over those stones, the quicker you move through these pieces and the quicker you get out the other side. So I looked for the lessons and there were there were so many lessons. There was lessons about security. I had to let go a, a staff member. There were lessons about staff management and what I was doing there. There were financial risks exposed, which I um, sorted out very quickly. And there were legal lessons to be gained. The threat from the HPC was actually very helpful for me. And they were very nice to deal with. And, um, you know, it ended up just being for me and in my favor to, to clean up everything that I do. So I was being challenged from every angle and I could see that. But in actual fact, I was thankful because imagine realizing that, you know, everything is just being shown to you that you need to deal with in a very short space of time. And because I'd got my goal set on a much higher, a higher goal within my business, I just knew that this was the path making its way. It was getting rid of all the things that were going to, all the obstacles that were going to be in my way. It hurt. It was difficult. It was the biggest set of challenges in business that have been thrown at me in a seven day period. I'll say that much. But I recognized that the quicker I took those learnings and worked through those pieces, the faster I would get to the other side. 
and there was just no time for wallowing in self-pity. I did, I did, I mean, I did have a wallow. Like I did let the emotion out. I think that's really important, but I was able to move on very quickly. I had work to do and I set about with top energy. Like, honestly, the energy was high and I set about to flip things round in the very quickest of time. So I dealt with the legal issues. They were never valid claims anyway. And as I just mentioned, we um, we worked together to sort them out. Also, when somebody actually complains about you like this, it's actually a really big compliment because you've got yourself known. When people get disgruntled, it's because you are stepping forth and you're showing another way. And people who daren't, they daren't do things or they're holding themselves back. They feel threatened by it. So the fact that I'd ruffled feathers um, just made me realize that my message was getting out there. And um, people pleasing doesn't actually help the world to create change. So the bigger your message, the more you do encounter people who are triggered or threatened by what you say. So I created new social media accounts. I personally grew my own Facebook by a hundred new friends per day. And I did that all on my own. So I know I very often will speak to my clients about trying to get a hundred new friends or followers per week. But actually I was working on my own and getting a hundred per day. Instagram was a slower project. Actually, I left that because I had ongoing uh, security issues for a long time. But thankfully, just about a week ago, so in January, I am finally able to start using my Instagram properly again. So I can uh, start rebuilding it. So the bad things that happened to me provided contrast. So when we have contrast, it's like all the things showing up that we don't want. <laughs> and they just really gave me this, this good feeling of what I needed to sort out and where I didn't want to be. And this contrast, as it often is, was the catalyst for me having this surge in energy. And I've just found that so many times during or after difficult times, it comes with this burst of energy. And not always straight away. Um, sometimes I think it lowers your energy to start with. And I guess a part of that comes with your emotional resilience is your ability to bounce back and get back on that energy in a quicker way. But this energy I used to launch the podcast, which is something that I'd been planning for months, um, maybe even like a year or so. I'd, been, I'd hired somebody already and I'd got them waiting and you know, I'd got plans for this podcast, but I just, there was just nothing pushing me to actually create the podcast. And so I'm very grateful for being hacked, for actually making me, making me create this. And this all happened in the start of September. And I'm now a few weeks into January and the events that happened in September with the subsequent learnings and actions that have taken place actually caused me to have accelerated results. My business has literally soared as a result of the problems that I had. The social media problems, it was like having the best declutter in the world. And there's nothing better for a business than actually decluttering. 
And it caused me to have a whole fresh new look at social media, at my business, make new contacts and just really go for it and create a bigger impact. So my advice when challenges come your way is consider your emotional resilience. If you want to have better results in your business, but you're recoiling every time anything happens, you're wounded, you're taking everything personally, then you're not ready to take on more and you won't be given more because of that. So if you wonder why you're not making multiple sales, but you, the sales you have made, you're just so emotionally, you know, exhausted or, you know, you're, you're people pleasing and you're overworking with the clients that you've got or your onboarding systems are, are just taking so much time and energy that it's leaving you drained. Or if a negative comment on social media will really hit your internal buttons and cause you to retreat from your business, you're just not ready to grow bigger if that's the case. So looking at, I mean, emotional resilience, there's obviously a lot of ways that we can work on this. But one of the things that I've just found as a useful switch in my brain is to look at the bigger picture in business. And um, I think it was Denise Duffield Thomas, and it was in Chillpreneur, which I believe is now called Chill and Prosper, which is a brilliant book. Um, and I've really enjoyed reading all of her books, but that one in particular just massively resonated with me. And it really, I'd already created my business then and I realized that it was in the exact style that she talks about in her book. And so some of the things she talks about are like about how many um, unsubscribers you'll get in every email campaign, how many people will ask for a complaint, how many people will want a refund. And she just goes through the statistics in the book and it's like, all oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Because you just see the bigger picture with that. And it just helps you with the emotional resilience. It helps you to put things in perspective. I mean, I know I've been chatting to people online for, for around about seven years um, through different businesses that I've had. And I know that if I'm contacting a few hundred people, there'll be one person who's just so rude and so nasty. And that always happens. There's just, you know, somebody who's just really horrible to you. But now I realize that it's the them problem. You know, I don't take it personally. I used to analyze everything. What is it? What have I done? I've just literally said hello, you know, and some people will just do that. And I recognize now I can I can put that into context. I can see the bigger numbers and that helps my emotional resilience. It helps me bounce back because I'm like, okay, so there's only one that comes up every few hundred who is going to be that nasty. But the number of people who are so lovely, who I make deep friendships with, who I really connect with, who energize me, who make me buzz and I make them buzz back, that number is much higher and then most people will fall somewhere in the middle. So I'm aware of the balance of the numbers. And um, for me, I've just found that a very helpful 
thing just to to kind of take a step back I guess is what I'm saying and just look at the bigger picture of it because it's all normal it's all business and within all of this there's a greater number of people who will love what you do but as a human tendency to focus on the one in a few hundred that are going to be nasty to us and um, there'll be people that have life-changing results from what you can offer because your skills are so amazing so for every nasty person for every difficult incident there's going to be many more people who love and energize you and then so gaining perspective can really help and just realizing that your message isn't for everyone it really isn't like don't worry about it you're only right for the people you're right for and really holding on to concern that you're not you know that you might offend somebody or they disagree with you it doesn't matter it really really doesn't matter this is a big world and um we're not holding on to like this sense that there's only a few clients for us this this poverty scarcity mindset we do, we don't need to do that it's a big world out there and you will attract your tribe and just realizing those things and just accepting those things will make it so much easier for you to gain perspective. And that will have a big knock-on effect with your emotional resilience within the business. So if I was to think back to those big events that happened to me in September, I'm absolutely grateful for it happening. It's the same. I actually feel grateful Um during the period when my ex had the heart attack and uh, like it completely floored me at that stage. I'm so pleased that I was broken during that stage because I see that after that, after quite a long time after, to be honest, came the big surge in energy and the desire to change. And so now I can look at these things and I can think, wow, okay, they they were there for me. And um, the fact that I could do that during the events in September really helped to accelerate um, my results as I worked through that. And you'll be pleased to know I achieved the big goal that I set in September. I achieved it in the first 10 days of January, which actually isn't too bad a timescale when you think about it, when you set such a big goal for yourself. So I think it really is, um, just to summarize, just allow yourself to feel the pain of things that are happening, allow the emotion to come out, but be willing to bounce back, be willing to risk making a fool of yourself, be willing just to bob up and down with those waves and keep breathing, even while you don't understand what's happening, keep looking for the learnings as fast as you can, just so you can move through this in a quicker way. I just wanted to take a moment to share how I help occupational therapists to create their own version of freedom. I help OTs all around the world to design, launch and scale their online business. You will learn how to tap into a deeper understanding of your purpose, your mission, and how to turn that into an exciting offer to sell online. I've clients who've hit 3K, 5K, 10K and 15K months. Anything is possible. If it sounds like a good fit, then contact me via the link on the show notes.